many of us ever know what it is to become the perfect version of ourselves? This is Decoding Superhuman with your host, Boomer Anderson. All right, the sponsor for today's podcast is a member of the toolkit that I use on an almost daily basis to upgrade my state of being and have used it actually for the past couple of years. The guys over at Neurohacker Collective have done a fantastic job. You've heard me rave about the original stack as well as Qualia Mind on the show. But now I'm so excited because the suite of products has grown. You have Qualia Focus for that near-term bump. You have Qualia Mind Caffeine Free for all my caffeine-sensitive listeners out there. But their latest product, which just came out, is oh so exciting. It's called Eternus, and it's a 38-ingredient formula containing the most researched and premium ingredients on Earth for supporting cellular health. This is key to combating the symptoms of aging. If you want to check out Eternus, Qualia Mind, Focus, or any of the Neurohacker products, go over to neurohacker.com and plug in the code BOOMER. You'll get an additional 15% off your order. Enjoy. Satu, happy May, or whenever this podcast comes out. Happy May. Let's put it that way. Hi, Boomer. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm amazing. And I'm excited because let's talk about this newsletter because it's something that people should sign up to. It's a very carefully curated digest of all things related to performance. We share with you our latest podcasts, our latest insights, science and technology, all in the domain of how to make you perform better. It's very small. It's not a lot of words, 300 to 500 words, and it's something that gets delivered to your inbox. So go over to decodingsuperhuman.com slash throwdown. We don't call it a newsletter. We call it the throwdown. And you'll get that delivered to you as soon as it comes out. But today we're going to talk about stress. Yes. Are you stressed? No, no. I think (laughs) we'll get into the reasons why perception matters, but let's talk about stress, baby. I I almost bolted into, (laughs) almost went into karaoke mode there for a second, but Satu, let's take a stab at this one. How would you define stress? Everyday stress would be uh, the body and mind's reaction to change. Something that happens when something happens, an ad hoc thing, how we react, what does our body say, how does it feel physically or mentally. So it's both the physical, mental and emotional feeling. You know, what's interesting is before this, uh, I was playing around a little bit on Google with uh, the idea of a definition of stress. And there are so many different things. And I want to introduce, actually, it's a concept that was introduced on the podcast before called uh, the stress bucket, right? Because you mentioned physical, mental, and emotional. What's interesting is if you actually look at the definitions and dictionaries in these things, they don't mention the physical part. So it was a very good insight there. When we think about stress, you know, you as a bucket, you have a, a finite amount that can go into that bucket or you know, come out of that bucket, so to speak. And that stress can come in the form of physical, mental, emotional that we've talked about. It could come in the form of environmental, etc. So for the purposes of today's conversation, 
we're going to be talking a little bit about how to really build stress resiliency and really how we can optimize our ability to handle this stress so that maybe we can put a little bit more in that bucket or we can uh, handle it a little bit differently. I guess said another way, we're probably not going to talk about some of the environmental stressors that come from things like air, water, etc. today. That's another time. Absolutely. So let's share a little bit on personal experiences with stress, shall we? Let's uh, kick things off. How is your history with stress? Well, I've came to the understanding that there is uh, positive and negative stress. Both, uh, well, stress is needed in life and it actually happens with, with or without us wanting that to happen. Then there are different levels of stress and how much can you handle, as you just said. And, and for me, life is sometimes stressful. So for me, uh, it affects my sleep. So that sometimes happens that you wake up in the middle of the night uh, and you can't sleep because you have so many things in your mind and, and it could be good things as well. And we've touched the, upon this in another episode as well earlier about sleep. But uh, another part is the physical feelings of stress that I've also uh, experienced, like stiff neck, stiff muscles that you feel like you can't move because you're, you're just so stressed. Um, so there are various ways of experiencing stress and, and they, there are periods that you're more stressed um, and then there are periods that you are not stressed at all. And sometimes you actually have the feeling that I need more stress in my life just to get things going, that I need this kind of a kick to take me to the next step in my, whether it's in my career or life or anywhere. Um, so I would say, yes, there are positive and good, negative sides of stress, and you just need to know how to handle it when that happens. And I think that's what we're going to talk about a little bit later. Yep. And so for you, it's mainly a sleep issue. Is that right? Mm, I would say yes. Yes. So when I look at stress, I think you hit on the key points. There's positive or use stress, and then there's there's negative stress. And one of the things that's changed for me immensely over the past couple of years is perception. Because perception can make all of the difference in the world when it comes to stress. Stress is not necessarily a bad thing. And you've already touched on that. But for me, for a very long time, I viewed it as a bad thing and have gone through many, many cycles of burnout. Uh, but over time, I've developed better strategies to build that resilience, but also to reframe my mind. And that has been one of the bigger changes in my life overall when it comes to stress. So what do I mean by that? Uh, yes, you, alert, you alluded to physical stressors, but in terms of mental stressors, the perception that stress is actually a good thing for me. Uh, you and I talk quite a bit about just sort of getting things done and running a growing company. You know, we need to produce a lot on a given day. And just adding time stress to things allows me to produce a lot more than I would do otherwise. I've had that also sacred blank schedule before, and I could tell you I'm much more productive when I'm, for instance, on the road in Buenos Aires or have back-to-back -back meetings every day because it allows me to be more efficient in my decision-making. So for those of you who are listening out there who 
can relate to this idea of stress, realize that it can be a very, very good thing. And sometimes just switching your frame of reference on it is, is a very useful tool. But let's talk about stress resilience, shall we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So stress resilience is a relatively uh, new concept, and it's this idea that we can train our body's ability uh, to handle and react to stress, some of which I, I just alluded to in terms of reframing uh, how we look at things. But also, let's talk about breathing. Satya, you like to breathe, right? Yes, almost all the time, I would say. It's quite nice. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's one of those things that if you don't do it, you're probably probably not just going to experience stress. You're probably going to die. So newsflash for you. All of us will stop breathing at some point, but, uh, you know, breathing is essential for life. Can we talk a little bit about how to breathe properly? Because I think breathing is a super cool technique. It's so easy uh, to breathe, first of all, as we all do that. But it's also quite easy to start training yourself in breathing because that doesn't require a lot of time nor any other tools. Well, you might want to have an app that will support you on that. And you can just practice as the day goes um, uh, or in the evening or in the morning, anytime. Um, I think there are multiple ways of, of uh, practicing that and reasons for that as well. I, I personally use that uh, a breathing app called, I think, Breathe. And uh, that helps me in the evenings to manage probably the day's stress that I've carried along with me. And then to sort of box things in the right category so that I can have a good recovery in the night. Thank you for sharing that. So. Let's talk a little bit about breathing because we've covered this pretty extensively on the show from episodes with Janet way back in the day uh, to episodes with Dr. Michael Hamilton and even Casper Vandermeulen or Patrick McCown. And really what we want to give you guys is actionable steps that you can use to create this stress resiliency in your own life. And so it really, the breath is utterly important. You didn't evolve to breathe through your mouth. So, and this is straight out of the episode with Patrick, but also it's something that I've focused on in my own life. Focus on nasal breathing is a very quick first step to helping to really sometimes disengage your sympathetic nervous system, but also just because your breathing through your mouth actually stimulates your sympathetic nervous system. So what we want to do is give you actionable tips. And so the first thing would be diaphragmatic breathing. So through your nose into your diaphragm, which sits roughly at the base of uh, your rib cage, but it's the muscle that you are born to breathe with. You're not born to breathe through your mouth and into your upper chest. You need to b- breathe through your diaphragm. So the way I like to do this is to take any big book, and a good one is Charlie Munger's Poor Charlie's Almanac or any Tim Ferriss book, and you can put it on your stomach and just aim to really raise the book but not your chest. And that's, that's a quick tip for, uh, for diaphragmatic breathing. Any sort of other breathing techniques that you like to do, Satu? Um, counting breaths, 
to calm your mind down? There are multiple ways. You have the, uh, is it the four, seven, six, or how does it go? Four, uh, seven, eight, yeah. Eight, yes, true. Uh, so that is one good example. Um, just to be mindful about your breathing. I think an example is that when you walk, if you walk uh, to the office in the morning, like I, I do sometimes, is that you nasal, you do the nasal breathing throughout the walk, that you actually focus on that. Um, I went to the gym to this morning and decided early on that I will go and have a recovery bike uh, session. So I did the bike session with just nasal breathing, just focusing on keeping the heart rate as low as I need to in order to be able to uh, breathe through my nose, which is very calming. And you make sure that you're not getting this panic attack. And I think it's important for people to realize that this may sound like it takes a lot of involvement in your day, but in reality, it doesn't. Even a few choice really good breaths can help to relax you. Uh, but just carving out one of the techniques that I use every day is Pomodoro technique, which is effectively a work period with a rest period, similar to workouts. And during that rest period, I'll focus on my breath work. Now, for somebody listening to this who says, I have five minutes a day, well, that's perfect. You can focus on your breath for five minutes. You can either do some of the techniques that we just outlined, but also there's tools out there, like heart math happens to be a favorite one for me. And heart math actually focuses on brain-heart coherence in terms of optimization of that and what it does for your overall physiology is absolutely profound. It can help you go into states of flow. It can also help you uh, really disengage that sympathetic nervous system and balance your whole nervous system overall. But let's move on to another technique, shall we, Satya? Yeah, let's do. Let's talk about reaction because you and I were discussing this beforehand and I think you put it absolutely beautifully. Yes, um, I think I started talking about change, how change really happens all the time and change can be a cause uh, for stress. And this can be very ad hoc that something just randomly happens during the day. And depending on your reaction, that could cause you negative stress, or you can have things under control. And if you're now thinking, okay, so what should I do when that happens? How can I prepare myself for that? It's a very simple thing and a very simple advice I want to give all of the listeners. Um, and that is acknowledging. Acknowledge the situation. Actually do that verbally. You can say it out loud or inside your head. But it, when something happens, the risk is that you're like, whoa, what's going on? Instead of doing that, because that might cause you more stress, say, okay, this just happened. And that is the acknowledgement. It could be as little as just the okay, or I see, I understand. Because that signals to your brain that you're in control. It calms you down. And if you combine that with a nice deep breath, you're even better in a bit better situation, I must say. Um, so that's a very easy trick. You just need to remember that when something, something suddenly happens, what do you do? Acknowledge the situation. You don't have to agree with the situation. You don't even have to like it. Acknowledge it. Beautiful. I think that's a great place to close out. We have tons and tons of resources on stress. And of course, if you guys want to get into a one-to-one -one discussion with us on stress and stress resilience, we have 
the button on the website, but you can just go uh, to one of our calendars and book a call. But also on that, there's a plenty of podcasts. We have Dr. Micah Hamilton, we have Casper Vandermulen, we have Patrick McCown, and there's plenty of things like the Prime Mind app, which we've all tested and recommend for people. But the show notes for this one are going to be at decodingsuperhuman.com slash stress. Can't believe that URL is not taken yet. But go over there. We'll link to all of this in the show notes. And Satu, have an absolutely epic day. You too. Thank you, Boomer. To all the superhumans listening out there, remember as always, perform better. Superhumans, before you go, two asks from me. Number one, if you can head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and just give us a five-star rating, it really helps get the word out. Number two, if you can give us a little feedback, send us an email at podcast at decodingsuperhuman.com. Those of you that have actually taken advantage of this know that I read and respond to each one. Thank you so much for listening and have an absolutely epic day.